So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day, here's one from Tim Trevathan. Uh, this one is in the Real Estate Rockstars group on Facebook. If you want to check that one out online, just go to Real Estate Rockstars on, on Facebook and uh, ask to join the group. It's a free group. Thanks, Pat. Glad to be a part of the group. I heard from you guys through a lender I work with who recommended your podcast. Excellent material all around. Your certified listing agent course is incredibly enlightening and useful so far. I'm in the metro Atlanta area. You guys can follow my Facebook page at facebook.com. Connect with Tim. Tim Trevathan. Thanks, Tim. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. All right, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest today, Mr. Dan Boltzer, coming from Twin Cities, Minnesota, and he is uh, hes knocking some, some things dead there, and he is uh, making things happen, and he's got some really cool things to share about of uh, what him and his team are doing today. So I'm excited to get him on the show. Mr. Dan, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, great. Thanks, thanks Pat, for having me. Appreciate it. I'm thrilled to be here. Hey, Dan, why don't you uh, give everybody a little rundown on who you are so they can get to know you better? Sure. So I'm an agent here in the Twin Cities. Um, I run a team of about uh, not quite 30 agents and three full-time support staff, and we work hard and play hard and are finding success and always looking for new and better ways to uh, transform the lives of my agents, make them better, and have them achieve results that they didn't know they could have before. So that's what we're doing. We're having fun doing it. Wow. I love it. Okay. So how long have you been in the business? Too long, not long enough, depending on who you ask. <laughs> uh, so I've been fully licensed uh, in five five years. And in those five years, to point, 10 point, I've gone from a solo agent to running a team of 30 and the sales manager for my brokerage as well. So uh, it's been a hell of a ride, and I'm only looking forward to what the next five bring. So it's too long. Is that, is that coming from you? And then everybody uh, else says not long enough? That might be going from my wife, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, I actually think that's probably a good thing to say. You know what I mean? Because like, if 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 you're if you're, I think being impatient is a virtue in that uh, if you're building a business, you know what I yeah. mean. That's just how I am naturally, right? You know, I want I want things done yesterday, and and nothing's fast enough. You know what I mean? I think, oh, I've been doing this for too long, where other people think I just started yesterday. You know, so yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, so that's awesome. So I mean, basically, are you in production at all? 
yes, I still do my own production. It's uh, my friends, family, and sphere that reach out, that I stay in contact with. Um, but most of my work is really focused on maximizing um, the impact my agents have in the communities and their spheres and their business. And 30 agents, like like two years ago, how many agents did you have? Just me. <laughs> so, so what did you hire these 30 agents? Uh, it's really been, I had eight at the end of, eight or 10 at the end of 2016. It's been this year where we just launched and rolled. That's beautiful. All right, we're going to talk about that too, like how you got there. Well, let's talk some numbers first. What is your ECI, your ego commission income on this group, Dan? <laughs> My ego commission income? Yeah, yeah. Let me grab that for I can pull full numbers. So if we want to look at this year, um, all the whole production piece here, pull it up. Uh, we have, uh, let's get the whole file networks pieces here. So we're going to do averages market, volume, active listings. Okay. So I'll probably do 50 million uh, with a bunch of rookies. Uh, we'll do 190 transactions closed. And uh, yeah, that's probably what we're at so far, where we'll end the year at. So 50 million. Gross. So you're going to make a million dollars, do you think? Myself? No. Um, no, I, I mean the team, right? Yeah, the, the team will be about 1.6. 1.6. Okay. Yep. And what, what do you think the net will be? The net for us, uh, well, we pumped in a whole bunch of reinvestment in the business for capital reinvestment piece. So my take home is not going to be this number, but my take home probably going to be in the 60, 70 range, just coming straight out of the gate first year with a lot of capital infrastructure investments, right? So it's really going to see gravy starting next year. And we're already peaking above where we're at from year over year to date from when January looks like when January So your was. thought is to put, you know, basically, do you take a, I mean, do you take a salary? Do you take commissions yourself? I mean, you made 60,000 off of team one production right now is going straight back into team resources and, and team development. My own productions is what's keeping me afloat right now. This year in 18 is where it's going to be. It's all been about investment, startup businesses. You got to reinvest. So you just keep, you just keep your commissions. Yeah, one hundred percent of them. Yeah, and then which which nets you about sixty grand, yeah. and then um, every cent that the thirty agents make, you mm -hmm. put back in the business. Looking at it from a big picture, I mean, you're at like half of a percent. Like ninety, your expenses are ninety nine point. If someone were to analyze your business, say, man, Dan, your expenses are ninety nine point five percent, and your profit margin is a half a percent. So. Tell, tell me your philosophy on that and what, what you would have to say if someone were to, you know. Yeah, so one of the, my, my team splits are real generous into my team. I want agents to have a life and be successful with the team. I don't want to create the environment where uh, a team member is dependent on everything that I give them and they make just enough to survive but not enough to leave, right, and provide for the family because I've been there, right? And so I do everything I can to push dollars into my agent's pockets and big dollars, right? And then on my side, you know, the numbers look great once you start doing greater volume and a greater agent count, right? And that's where this year's the building year and we'll start seeing the turnaround next year. It's so where, where do you think the tipping point is? I mean, you think it's at a certain volume? Do you think it's at a certain number of agents? Uh, at about 40 agents, we'll start seeing some real good returns for uh, myself and the leadership and we're going to grow. We'll be we're on track to be probably 50 by the end of 2018 and only growing from there. So it starts looking good right up at that point. We're almost there. And um, do you have a, you have your own brokerage? No, I am under a brokerage called Realty Group here in the Twin Cities. Realty Group. And are you 
in their office? You have your own office? I mean, like, how are you guys set up? I got about half their floor space. In the <laughs> okay. And so, so I'm, I'm, from all practical purposes, I'm a brokerage within a brokerage because I run the team. I have my brokerage. Yeah. Uh, like, how, how many agents do they have? 200 some. 200. And you have 30. So, you have 15% of the agents. Correct. But you probably have 50% of the producing agents. Uh, no, we have a pretty good, uh, that'd be a little you're too taking high. half the floor space and you're taking up people that are actually going to work, right? <laughs> True. But, uh, they have, we have realty group. I say we, cause I'm also part of management for the brokerage have a, a good track record on their, on their production as well from a broker standpoint. So to say half would be a little high, but I'm probably 25 to 35% of the production. You, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, it makes sense. Cool. All right. So, um, all right, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the, this accelerator program you got going. What? Tell me about it. So, what is one of the biggest things agents face uh, in their day and in their life as real estate agent? Uh, oftentimes, it's accountability, discipline, and even knowing what to do. Would you agree? A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's the knowing. Yeah, number one, knowing what to do, knowing something to do that's actually going to make them money. Yep. And accountability to that. Yep. Follow through after that and, yep. and then keeping the deal together after that, right? I mean. Yep, exactly. So I think I've come across a way and it's kind of, I've, I've kind of cherry picked some ideas from across, uh, you know, as you go to, you know, you go to Inman or you, you, wherever you end up going and you pick up ideas here and there. Uh, my, my broker, myself sat down and said, let's try and incorporate some of the best of these things. What can we do? You're always going to have some of the natural agents who are going to be, or just natural go-getters who no matter what environment they're in are just going to go out and crush and kill it. Right? Like yourself, I'm sure. Right? You're just going to create it from nothing. You're that personality, but that's not the bulk of the population. Right? But so that's going to apply to the agent population as well. Okay. I mean, if you look at the average agent does X number of deals and it's the, the single digits possibly, across a, a wide spectrum, maybe even low teens, the top produce, the, to be a top one percenter or five percenter, you don't have to do that many transactions. Um, and it's because of a lot of times the bulk population doesn't know what to do and how to keep motivated and driven. They're actually just lucky that this number of deals fell in a lap through the year, right? So what can we do to take the bulk of the population and make them all better and succeed? And what we come up with is what we call this, um, it's called the accelerator. It's actually a thing. We built a whole room around it. So we did a whole room build out. And what we incorporated is time management, the specific focus on activities, um, all the technical and admin support that you can possibly provide, and then uh, the accountability piece and the culture of fun around it and body movement kinesiology even. Right? We really built this whole thing out. So what this is is right in the middle of my acceleration room. So it's a room is a six pod cube, eight pods, sorry, eight pods. Okay, wait a minute. So let me, let, let's slow this down a little bit, right? So you, you have a room Correct. and it Call says the acceleration room and Correct. in it, how big is this room? Like just to visualize this. Um, I can get 18 agent workstations around the outside of it with the accelerator in the middle. So it's probably, whoa, 1,000. 30 by 30, 900 square feet. And then the acceleration in the middle, what is that? That's the six desks? That's the eight stations. It's eight, not six. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It's eight, eight stations with eight a full-time FTE as the commander of the accelerator. What's a FTE? Full-time equivalent. I have a staff member who staffs. I have a paid staff person, my ops talent, who sits in the middle of this. And I'll explain it to you in a second. You'll get me quite confused. Yeah, okay. Let, I'll just let you keep talking and explain this thing through. All right. I'm like, what so, the hell is this guy talking about? What this is? 
going to be interesting. Keep going. Right. So uh, one acceleration cycle for an agent to complete one full acceleration cycle, there are eight acceleration stations. Okay. And they go around by station by station. So, and they spend 30 minutes per station, right? So it takes about four hours to complete. Okay. And in the middle of this, so there's, it's, uh, stations are built in a circle around the person in the middle, which is my ops person. And each station has a theme. So they're only doing this one activity by station. So one station could be cold calling a renter's list. Another station could be your sphere station, how to reach out to your sphere. And each week we say, this is the messaging for your sphere that you haven't touched yet. And we coordinate that for you, etc. right now. Agents spend a half hour It's full of eight agents at a time and they rotate through. Uh, station seven and eight are actually interactive and that's role playing. And then on the top of the role playing deck, we have cards to say, there's your scenario go and they practice their craft. Okay. So as a member of the Rockstar nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. An item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 There's eight desks. Yep. There's there's a half an hour at each desk. Yep. The first half an hour is what? It's a, everyone's, you get eight agents. Someone starts in station one. Someone starts in okay, station so let's, two. Let's, what is in station one? Station one is current and active clients. Current and active clients. And, and while you're in station one, you're, all you're doing is calling current and active clients. Doing whatever research or work you need to for your follow-up for current active clients, yes. So if it's a listing, it's Tuesday, you're sending out your listing marketing data, right? Here's what List Hub report says. Here's what we're seeing. Do we need to do price reductions and that type of thing? Okay. Then, boop, the buzzer rings. Yep. It's 30 minutes. They go to station two. What's in station two? Social media. Social media. Okay, so, so then what are they doing in social? I mean, I could guess, but you tell me. So social media, um, you know, obviously, if they're early on in their career, they're building out the social media profiles, but then they're engaging their social media uh, clients and contacts, looking for authentic conversations to have. We also have scheduled postings. If, this is the, if it's the first accelerator cycle on the first week of the month, here's the posting you need to do. And I really follow a lot of Michael Mars 7L Facebook posting strategy, right, to generate mm, referrals. Nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, so one of the things we do is, yes, my team does provide leads. We'll talk about those as well, but it also helps agents build their own business. Again, I'm all about them being as successful as we possibly can, not just doing lead business, but building their own business. Make sense? Yeah. So half, the, half the accelerator stations are up for the sphere, half are leads that I provide. Okay. So I want to just keep going because I want to get this down. So, okay. So I got past clients, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a sphere of influence. I got Facebook. What's number three? 
Number three is a cold calling station where you get renters lists or and we're going to implement um, listing leads there where expires and you start going, you do, and it's pushed and people. All, all that information is already there, right? Like already the, there. Yep. Like so the expired down. list. The, yep. It's the, already there. And, and it's, if I'm the eighth guy, yep. do I get screwed because all the leads nope. have been called already? Nope. There's always abundance of leads. Yes. So everything's there, and you just bang away. Bah, 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 bah. Yep. Do you have an expectation of how many um, cold calls, quote-unquote, they're supposed to do? Um, right now, no, because we've been writing this for about two months. I'm still trying to see what we're doing. We're averaging about 20 calls in that half-hour time period. Okay. Now, are you using any technology, any auto dialers, anything there? Is it just? I have not. I have not done that yet because I want to see how the agent adoption was and what the feedback was from them since it's fairly new. As okay. we get more at it, I'll add more tech and more tools as as we get into it. This is this is fun. I, I almost want to come visit you just to go through this one day and get like a ribbon or something. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, um, all right, and then and then and then station four, yep. right? What's station four? That station four for the workaround, that is your sphere one where you're writing, uh, you're calling your sphere folks for what's the reason to call this month or this week. And Wait a minute, that's one. Nope, one is current clients. Who are you actively in your car now? Uh, and who you're one active? is current clients, two is Facebook, three is cold call, um, cold call. four is past sphere. clients and nope, sphere. sphere. It's just it's your sphere. sphere. It could be past clients, could be sphere, could be church, whatever, people right. you know. Yep, exactly. So include writing thank you notes or is it only calling? Number five is the write thank you notes and stuff like that. I like that because, you know, that's like one of the things that's kind of like a C-level activity that you could always try to say, oh, I'll do later, I'll do later. And literally sometimes it takes me three weeks to write one thank you note. And then when I write it, I'm like, damn, that only took like four seconds. You want to know what's really cool about it? Remember I mentioned there's uh, my full-time ops person in the middle of this? Yes. If she knows, her name's, uh, I'm almost leaving her name, if she knows that you're running through the accelerator that day, right when you get to station five which is the we call it write it out um mm -hmm. and your handwritten notes she is going to see your calendar and say here's who you met with in the last day or two you already have your postcards stamped and addressed all you have to do is write the note <laughs> you give it back to her and that's she's, great and she's gonna get in the mail wow that's that's brilliant okay and each one of these stations you don't have to enter anything to the CRM. You can bark over your shoulder or jot a quick note down and give it to my ops person, and she's entering the CRM. I'm trying to remove all barriers from agents to do what you that's, do. That. That's great. That's great, too. You know, I, I remember back in the day when I was building my, my um, REO business, I, I hired somebody, a virtual assistant, just to be on the phone with me on the other line, on actually on a speakerphone on a separate phone to just enter stuff in the CRM and write notes and do to do just so I was able to constantly pick up the phone for three hours straight and call banks, you know, and then remember the next time she came on who I called next and she would just tell me who to call next. So I think, I, I think that's awesome. Okay. So, so now we're at station five. We've, our hand is about to fall off. We've written 12 thank you notes or 20 yep. Yep. station six. Station six, um, we call it Z buyers. It's a lead source, and it's uh, folks who have expressed light interest in learning more of real estate, whatever. So it's a it's a, just another lead source that we have just separated out. All right, can you elaborate a little bit on that? So it, it's uh, uh, think of it this way: um, it's another lead source I'm tapped into, and I'm funneling into this one station. So it'd be the equivalent of taking here's all my team Zillow leads going okay. to the station. So it's, here's all right, it's the same thing. It's something you're paying for. It's a lead yeah. source you're paying for and they're following up on those leads. Exactly. Okay. So, so anybody could do it with realtor.com leads, yeah, boom, sound, commissioning, right. whatever you want, you know, wherever you're getting your leads that you're so buying. 
one thing I wouldn't do though, I wouldn't do a portal lead where you need that quick 30 second response. Cause I do have ISAs who work those leads for me into a, into an acceleration station. Right. Cause it may take a while for them. To yeah. Respond. They'd be so duplicating effort. So what do you yeah. do? So it is these lead sources um, just lightly raised their hand, had some level of interest, but don't need that instant response piece that goes into this station. My instant response ones, I do have an ISA who runs those leads for me, my portal leads, such as realtor.com. Okay. All right. Station seven. Seven and eight go together, and that is role-playing. Okay, so tell me how that works. So you're on one side of the table at station seven. I'm on the other side of the table at station eight, right? And for one half hour, you're the client, and I'm the agent. Mm. And then when you go to station some station seven, eight, you become the agent, and the person coming into seven is in the client. Give and receive, basically. So half of the half hour, you're, you're kind of relaxing because you're being the client, and the other half, you're on your game role-playing. Yep. Yeah, and yep. you have all like cards there for him to look at. And- well, think of it as a player deck. In the jar, I have a, deck, a whole stack of cards. You flip the card up, and there's your scenario or your objection, right? And you need to role play. How do you overcome that objection? <laughs> we practice our craft. And then, and then what happens when they get what, what when people get through this? I mean, is it is, is this hard for them? Are they like, oh my god, like they just did a you know, hot yoga or something when they come out of this? Or is it like... Uh, well, it was kind of fun. Um, the very first day we launched this, I was obviously down watching this happen. And about halfway through, there's an energy drop. You need to address that because you have half to go yet. This is going to take four hours. And we run our acceleration cycles four times a week, Monday through Thursday and Friday is off. Okay. Can you imagine your business when you accelerate four times a week and you spend four hours, three and a half to four hours per day four days a week, focus on lead gen and getting your business. How, how many business, how many deals are you going to get? Right. I mean, you're guaranteed, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, that's, you know, I did a, a course for Rebus university called five alive with Chantel Ray. And basically what she does is she guarantees a $75,000 salary out of her agents. She guarantees it. if they make 50, she gives them 25 grand out of her pocket. But, but wow. the, way, the way she's able to do this is she, she makes them, do like essentially like a station like yours, not a station. It's not a physical thing, but she makes them do five things every week or they get fired. So, you know, they're going to win. They're going to make more than 75. And it's just, I would say if you could find people that you could make do the acceleration program every four days a week, I mean, they're going to be the rookie of the year guaranteed. You could pull them out of a, they they can be dishwashers at a restaurant, and if they're doing the if they're doing this acceleration thing four days a week, they're, they're going to be top agent. Yep, and that's we're starting to see the results. So we've been running this for two months, and we are seeing a two hundred percent increase in agent activity, and the closings are just starting to roll in. Right, I believe it. I believe it. So so tell me, like like how, what is the reaction? Like I'm sure at first all the agents are like, Yahoo, yeah, I'll do this, I'll check it out. But then after they do it, are they is it addicting? Do they want to go back in or are they scared? Uh, human nature kicks in, right? Um, everyone has, not everyone, most have a little aversion to that cold call station. That's just not what everyone's comfort zone is. So I'm seeing what I can do to tweak that um, because this is brand new. We, I can't find someone else who says they've created this. They know what's going on. So I don't have anybody to mastermind with. Um, but what I'm learning is that Asian, human behavior, hey, that's tough. I don't like it. What I'm going to do? They may not. They're maybe they don't sign up for accelerator that day or whatever. So I'm looking at ways to keep that rolling, but to have people push out their comfort zone to get through that, right? Um, but people are excited about it, and it's become a verb in our business. 
you'll hear agents saying, did you accelerate today? Are you accelerating tomorrow? Right. And it's, did you have you done it as a verb? Right. Um, we'll get, we have group chats. Um, we'll get texts from them saying, you know, with excitement uh, as, as they sit on their bouncy balls at the chairs at the station or whatever, and just doing a happy dance because they just made contact with somebody or whatever. And it's really sharing. It's really become a communal event. Hey, I haven't seen you accelerate in the last two days. Where you been? And the culture itself is starting to push people in. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Thirty agents, right? Because it's just it's your team that's doing this. Correct. What are you doing to? I, I and I'm just being devil's advocate here. I, I, this might not be anything like the truth, but in my experience of running big teams, you know, I think it'd be I think it, you'd run into the risk of it being great in the beginning and then losing stamina after a couple of months. What, what are you doing to ensure that doesn't happen? That people are constantly rotating in and out of there. Do you, are you making it mandatory or, or you know, what are you doing? Uh, no, it's not mandatory. Um, cause I'm not going to go down the path of department of labor and employee laws, right? You're still independent contractors. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't make it mandatory. Um, but what I do do is, you know, dear agent, you've set a goal of this, right? And we have monthly one-on-ones and my, and it's roughly, I want to get every agent to a minimum of two deals per, per month closing, right? Minimum, right? Yep. And so my one-on-ones is, do you have two? I already know the answer, but hey, do you have two deals next month? And my one-on-ones happen in the week of the mid-teens, right? And so, hey, do you have two deals for, so if it's December, mid-teens, I'm asking, do you have two deals in January set up and ready to close? Nope. Why not? Well, get your button accelerator. It's your goal, not mine. Yeah, yeah. It's for your family. So it's, in, it's grounding it in what's in it for them. Give them a little spur, a, a, little, a, a gentle nudge, and a lot of love to move them into their goal, Right. Um, it's not a punitive approach, do it or else, and you're fired. It's a reward piece. Now, to make things fun and exciting, um, those cards, like at the role play station when you pull a card, some of those, we're going to launch this out the first of the year. I'm going to mark some of those cards, and if you pull one of those cards, I'm going to have a gas card for you. Make it fun. You won something. Okay. Right? Um, every time someone does a piece of success, there's a bell they're going to ring. We've seen that on Salesforce. So I'm going to take some classic Salesforce stuff and implement it as well, and everyone celebrates together. Um, a little bit ago, I mentioned that energy drop that happens about halfway through. So you've been pounding this out for about an hour and a half to two hours, right? There's, it just, you just feel it in the room. The energy drops. The, um, the admins that are going in there pause the accelerator, 
and they're going to do like a 80s five minute Jane Fonda workout. We have a big 90 inch screen TV that they pop up a video. They've seen Shakira's hips dance or whatever. And they just party for five minutes or rev their energy back up and then get back running to it. Yeah. And, and so we do, it stays fun and stays focused. And uh, every day on my team huddle, we're asking, hey, who's an accelerator day? It's just becoming something we're talking about all the time that when you're not in it, and I said the culture starting to push people in it yourself, you haven't been in the accelerator this week. It's what we do. And so um, I, I want to continue to nurture that that is a way and who my team is and how we do it and have the culture then adjust those who are fully engaged and not in this process rather than me be a punitive piece. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I almost think, yeah, I almost think, you know, it should be the, a culture unwritten, right? Uh, yeah. because, like you said, for labor laws, but unwritten it, you know, once you get under a certain amount of pendings, you know, whether let's say it's three pendings, like if you don't have three settlements scheduled to pay you commissions, you need to be an accelerator, right? Yeah. Once it drops down, you could have six pendings and you're like, I'm kicking ass. And then you know how real estate is. They all settle at once. It drops down to two and it's like up oh, below the threshold. You need to get an accelerator every day. Yep. So and in my one-on-one conversation, like, hey, great, you have three, four, five, six next month. I said, how about the month after? Nothing. So then why aren't you an accelerator, right? Do you want the valley or do you want to make income that month too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's just staying focused and pushing them to be best what they can, all right? And I get to know my agents. I know their lives What's the personal side. So it's kind of say, hey, you know, you and insert spouse's name, you want to hit that trip in May. I got you covered. We'll cover for you. All your stuff going on, but why don't you give me a boatload of stuff that I have to cover for you, right? get it done, launch this thing, keep rolling so that when you come back, you don't have a, you know, you know, and I know you take a week off, you lose a month of production, <laughs> right? Just the way it seems to work. <laughs> so it's ramp it up. We'll carry it. Come yeah. I don't know why that, isn't that the truth? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Interesting. So, um, so, okay. So th this is amazing. So what I want to talk, I love this accelerator room. I want to see it in action. If you get an opportunity sometime film, send me a little clip, text me a clip of the, of it, of it filming yeah. action. I'd love to see it. I want to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, recruiting and uh, growing because I know a lot of people are listening to this going, you know, how did this guy in, in 24 months recruit 30 agents for his team? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, and keep them. So, so talk to me about that. Like, just tell us, what'd you do? Um, so a lot of it's around one, of course, I'm very generous on the split side. So for the folks who are purely bottom line driven, I come out ahead most of the time. Not what, so what are your splits? Uh, if it's a team lead, like I produce the lead, it's a 50-50 split. That's pretty common, pretty classic. So like a Zillow lead or, yep. or you, yes, you get a referral of someone in your church, boom. You, you yep. know, that's a 50-50 they get. Yep, they get. Buyers and sellers. Listings and sales, right? Correct. Yep. Um, and it's only, and it's only for the first deal. So if that person then transacts another time, it's in your sphere, it's, uh, it's only the first deal that, that is the team, right? Oh, I got first, you. So if they buy another house. That um, goes into a personal deal. It goes into, it becomes personal because they like them and they're coming back to them. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And okay. personals for, um, I have, I have a couple rankings, but I have a, some leaders, junior leaders underneath my team that have a little different split, but the bulk of my team, it's a 75 of them, 25 of the group on their personal deals. So I run really lean to put as much stuff into them as I can. Now, in addition, we have three full-time staff that we handle all your marketing. We handle all your admin work. Really, any agent coming to my group has a voice-activated business, and the engine's already running. Um, in addition, um, the, 
the agents themselves will, I'll have them interview my agents, talk to them, and they're the ones pulling these folks in. I don't have to convince them. This is the place I want to be. It's communal. Um, I remember early on in my career, I was, I was rocking it. I did a heck of a lot of business my first year, but I was working in my home office. And I remember being broken on the floor in my home office going, why am I doing this? It was, real estate can be the loneliest social job that exists. I do. You can have 700 conversations a day, but the same conversation. You're, and you end up being this, not a connection piece. So we help create this community where we, we join together. We know each other. We're this band. We're this tribe, right? And we do this together. And we all believe that we are better because of each other. And we are a we, right? The so, team- so do you think, going back to the recruiting part, do you, do you think that the reason that the 30 of them joined is, is, because, is monetary solely? I mean, is it? No. no. You, know, you know what I mean? Like how? how if it's monetary solely, you're not a fit for me, and I'm going to move past you. But at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a factor, obviously. Or she would have brought it up, yeah. Yeah, it's a factor. So we adjust it. So, but it's I'm all about making them as successful as I can, right? As I said, I put make build them lives, have them create their lives, transform my agents' lives. Everything to do is to make them as successful as I can. And at the volume that we discussed earlier, it's going to come back to me, which will hit that tipping point here real soon at our recruiting phase. Okay. And how do you how do you know about this tipping point? How do you not know that it'll it goes backwards after a hundred million or after <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Because the more money, more problems. You know what I mean? Like the more gross, the more expenses you're gonna have, then you're gonna be next thing you know, you're gonna be putting out more Zillow ads and you're gonna be putting out, you know, hiring more assistants and things like that, then your broker's gonna want um, you know, to pay, you know, X, Y, and Z. I mean, I'm just, I'm just playing. How do you, how do you know that you're going to hit a tipping point and all of a sudden you're going to be massively profitable or, or uh, profitable? Well, we, we've done the projections with our expense and what it looks like. Right. And, and that's how we came to the number was uh, that where it's to be that 40 agent mark is where we start seeing a bigger return. Right. Um, and it's and just at that point you won't have to hire more. You won't have to spend more. Right. Yeah, correct. Right. There's some things. Yeah, we may add this, we may add that, but the bulk of the expense has already occurred in getting to that point, And then the rest becomes kind of gravy after that. Right. So that's kind of where, where it's at. The, I want, my goal is to keep support staff ratio at about 10 to 15 agents per support staff. Right. So, and I'm not going to add support staff until I get the agent count producing the revenue for it. So it's not spend first, it's spend second. Okay. So make sure the money's coming in and there. Um, and just as the way the agents celebrate sales and do the stuff that, my support staff gets celebrated and honored from my agents as well. They know that they can't run this business without them and stuff like that. So it's really, everyone's in it, everyone's invested into it. Um, and there's how we go. You may want to start taking a transaction fee or uh, um, something that's going to pay you off of the top of each deal. You know what I mean? Because that way, like right now at a half a percent profit, obviously that's not sustainable, right? At some point you're going to, you're going to be like, this is for the birds. But, but if you took 500 bucks or even you took a hundred bucks, like yeah. how many deals, how many deals are you guys doing? Uh, so with a, a bunch of ragtag groups, our first year we did 190. We're going to probably hit 300 in 2018. So, so you did 300, you took a um, hundred, that's 30 grand. You took 500. That's 150 grand. So, uh, yeah, I think I'd start charging a transaction fee of 500 bucks. I think, you know, that would be a sure thing and gross. You take that and it goes right to your pocket. I'm just thinking out loud, but yeah, you know. no, I'm with you. So I've had many discussions with folks on, you know, the revenue side of things. And we've, we projected out and some of the things we keep close to my chest here is I'm still working things out, but 
everyone knows that we're in this together. We're doing it to win. So I do have the cultural acceptance that if I need to make a change in comp, that they know is for everyone's best interest and whatever. So um, I don't, yeah, that's hard. It's harder to it's hard to do that. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, once you give something, someone something to someone, hard to take very, it back. Right? But you know, it's, it's always hard to take it away. Now, what you could do is you could grandfather the people in, grandfather thirty in, and the next thirty, you yep, have a different drop deal. it down a little bit. Yep. So we'll play with it as we go. Uh, it's been, but it's an exciting ride. We love doing it, and the people who are, they're, they're starting to come to us now. It's kind of fun. I don't have to go out and reach out so much. They're starting to come and intrigue, and my agents are bringing their friends in. Hey, I've transacted with this person. You need to come join us because this is how we do it, and we're just loving life, and it's so. It's starting to roll in positive direction. I like it. Yeah, I, I um, I love that. I, I I love the accelerator. I haven't heard anybody do anything like that. You know what I mean? The closest thing is, hey, sit at your desk and do what you're told, right? Um, yeah. And, but here you're making a round robin, and it's great for the ADD agent, which most of them are, where you're like doing something different. You're you yeah. know, here you're doing this, here you're doing this. You know, even the Facebook thing. Um, you know, I've had several people, Chantel Ray being one of them, that that basically promote promotes uh aggressive uh business like stalking which is probably what you're doing there you know they're not going there for entertainment in the facebook the facebook desk on the facebook desk they're going there to look for people that are pregnant to look for people that had kids that just graduated high school to look for people that just got divorced um just got married and then you know strategically you reach out Interact to with your, your spirit in the sphere station, right? And then we have lead gen posts that they're doing themselves to capture on leads and stuff like that, right? You do that as well. So it's the two front. Where are true and authentic engagement points for your sphere? And then what can you do on the, on the marketing side? And there's where it gets focused for you there. Wow. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Dan, this has been great. Guys, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put uh, everything that Dan and I talked about on hybendigital.com backslash accelerator. Go to hybendigital.com backslash accelerator. Everything will be in the show notes, including Dan's free gift that he brought with him today. Uh, Dan, tell us about what you're going to leave for the agents here. So uh, it's basically folks who are considering building a Tim Burns team is how to create a culture that is more than just a classic Salesforce culture that says, hey, you know, we only sell you know, um, always ABC, always be closing, right? And that fierce cutthroat piece. But where you can become this communal environment that is then becomes self-perpetuating and it just starts to roll in itself. I've done some really cool things. Um, I had some expertise in this area before I joined real estate. Um, I have a master's degree in organization development. So it's actually taking corporate culture building into a real estate institute. And that's what I have for you guys. That's awesome, guys. And, and I want to put that in Dan's show notes, I'm also going to put it in the agent success toolbox, which will be on hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or you can text the word toolbox to 444-999. And that tool, the 13 steps to creating culture, as well as all the other tools that all of the rockstar guests have brought will be in the same toolbox. Dan, listen, buddy, if I am ever in the Twin Cities... I have a niece there, as I mentioned, and if I ever come up to visit her, I will uh, look you up, buddy, and we'll get together and uh, have some coffee. Please do. I'd love to, I'd love to have you and take you on a tour of the Acceleration Room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should come up just to watch that. That'll, that, <laughs> that'll be classic. Make a class out of that. There you go. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on, Dan. Have a great day. You too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.